Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through four things that I did to grow from zero to seven and a half thousand followers on Twitter in five weeks. So I know, again, this is a little bit of a departure from our typical job search advice, but I actually truly believe in the fact that creating a personal brand around yourself, publicly sharing your message and your value online is actually one of the most effective ways to accelerate your career. And I also know there's a few people in the audience who are trying to build their own brand. So I think this stuff is fun to share. It's just a little bit of a behind the scenes around how I'm thinking about this stuff, what I'm doing, what's working and what's not. So to provide a little context here, I got started on Twitter about five weeks ago. It's been a little over a month since I started and I had nine followers out of the gate. So today we just crossed the seven and a half thousand follower mark. Uh, so we're growing at a pretty good clip, a little over a thousand people per week here. And I want to share some of the strategies that I've been using. So first and foremost, I know a lot of people might say, well, Austin, you have this huge following on LinkedIn. So you have this massive advantage. And I totally understand why you might feel that way. But there is something interesting that's happened. So I have I haven't really tapped my LinkedIn audience. I also haven't really tapped my general audience for a lot of this growth. So what ended up happening was on the very first day before I did anything else, I did create a LinkedIn post about starting on Twitter and I did send out an email blast. And that resulted in a grand total of about 600 to 700 followers. So really not very many followers coming over from those other platforms. And I'm actually kind of glad that that happened because it really allowed me to dive into some of the other strategies around building this brand without leaning on the crutch of having this larger audience elsewhere. And my hope is that a lot of the people who are coming and joining the audience on Twitter are brand new to cultivated culture, brand new to me, or you know maybe haven't been as involved on LinkedIn or elsewhere. So I just want to preface by saying that a lot of this is coming from organic growth on Twitter and through some of the strategies strategies that we're going to talk about today. I think we could probably attribute about 1,200, maybe 1,500 followers to my existing following. And the rest, the other 6,000 have all really come from these methods that we're going to talk about in this episode. So let's start with the first thing here. And that is understanding the type of content that does really, really well on Twitter. So this is the first thing that I'm going to do for any new platform. And it's also something that I'm going to be assessing on existing platforms that I'm on. I want to understand what content is performing well, and I want to understand why that content is performing well. So on LinkedIn, something that I do every quarter or so now is a content analysis. I go back and I look at the best performing posts that I've had. I write down some notes around why. I look at things like character count. I rate my hook for the start of the post and all this good stuff. So I essentially did the same thing on Twitter. And I found a bunch of tweets that were somewhat aligned with my niche. It's a little bit harder to find job search focused content that is stuff that I truly want to emulate on Twitter. But I have found a lot of other people who are more in the entrepreneurial slash marketing space who have some really, really awesome frameworks and styles for their content. So I found tweets from them that had done extraordinarily well. And I looked at the frameworks and the styles and the way that they presented themselves. I basically dissected each post line by line. And I did that for around 20, 25 posts until I got a really good sense of the types of posts that are doing well on Twitter. 
And the biggest thing that I noticed was it wasn't necessarily the one-off tweets that were doing super well, but it was the threads that were doing super well. A lot of these people were creating these threads, which have, you know, a whole bunch of tweets nested within, you know, a parent tweet. And those were really taking off. So that's what I built my strategy around. For the single tweets, I tried to emulate and I tried to basically take my story and my value and fit it within these structures and frameworks that I had seen be successful in other people's feeds. But then the biggest driver so far that's led to probably about 80 to 85% of the organic growth are the threads. And so that's the other thing that I've really placed a lot of emphasis on. So my format moving forward in terms of content creation has been two tweets per day with one thread on Friday replacing one of those tweets. So I've essentially been putting out 14 tweets per week and one of those is the thread. And the thread again is driving the most growth. So I just wanna walk through my thread strategy, uh, at least that I've been using. And again, all this stuff is just what I'm doing. I'm not necessarily saying this is the right way to do it. I'm not necessarily saying this is the best way to do it. This is just how I have been doing it. But at this point I've shared two threads and they've both broke the 6K reaction mark. I think the most recent one actually is is above 8K at this point. Um, But there's a couple of things that I really invested in. And the first was nailing the hook in the first tweet. So what I tried to do was a couple of things. One, I wanted to make it personal. I wanted to share a personal story because that's one of the things that I've seen do really, really well on Twitter. The second thing that I wanted to do was provide some measurable metrics, specifically around outcomes. So the first thread, I talked about how I got promoted three times in five years at Microsoft. In the second thread, I talked about how I went from being rejected 300 times to getting in the door with Google, Microsoft, and Twitter. And that led to you know this big raise at Microsoft. And I included the numbers there. And then the third thing I wanted to have in the hook or in the first tweet rather was social proof. So mentioning these company names, right? Mentioning Microsoft and Google and Twitter, that provides some social proof that elevates the perceived value of the message. And so that's what I'm aiming for in every first tweet for a thread moving forward. I'm looking to have those three things. I'm looking to make it personal either for myself or maybe a client that that we've worked with. I'm looking to include measurable outcomes and I'm looking to include social proof in some aspect. So that's where I've started. And then my rule for all of the tweets below that has been for each tweet to contain some sort of action that people can take. So I want you to be able to read any of the tweets in the thread and gain something that you can go immediately implement. And I believe when that's the case, because you don't really know what tweet people are going to see, you don't really know who's retweeting which tweet in the thread, it's not all necessarily one cohesive post, but it's a whole bunch of tweets, right? So I want somebody who's not going to see the context of the thread, be able to see a tweet and say, wow, that's insightful. Let me go take action on that. Let me click into the bigger thread. Let me maybe go follow Austin. So those two threads, again, have resulted in, I think, something like 5,000-ish followers, maybe a little bit more. And that's really all through organic growth. Like That is all just me posting it and people on, on Twitter coming in and engaging with the content. So that is truly a strategy that that pretty much anybody can emulate. I will say the advantage that I have there is not necessarily the massive audience, but the fact that I've been doing this type of writing, writing for social media for four plus years now, and I have a pretty good handle on the topics and the setup and the frameworks and the type of information to include that really gets people going. And so that's why I'm, I am leading with some of the best content here that I can think of as a way to kickstart things on the platform. So that's the first thing that I'm doing is understanding specifically what types of of content and frameworks work on the platform. The second thing was essentially doubling down on threads. That's basically what I'm going to be doing moving forward. You know, I'm definitely going to continue to put two tweets a day out there. I might even drop to one and experiment with that, but I'm absolutely, absolutely going to be posting a thread every single week because that's been the big growth driver. 
The third thing that I've been doing is showing up early as a form of networking. So for those of you who follow me on LinkedIn, you probably heard me talk about value-driven comments. And I think we even have a podcast episode about this as well. But essentially, value-driven comments are one of the most effective ways that I've found to build relationships with people. So I didn't know anybody when I joined Twitter. I had one friend, uh, Justin Welsh, who convinced me to get on there and get started. But I didn't know anybody else on there. So I'm building these relationships from scratch. And my following is is effectively tiny compared to all these other, you know, quote, influencers or whatever thought leaders on Twitter who have, you know, 25K, 50, 100 plus K followers. They look at me and I have like 7,000 and that's not even close to the realm that they're playing in. So how do we build relationships with these people? Well, one of the most effective ways is to show up on their tweets early or show up on their posts early and engage with them and leave a really thoughtful, valuable comment. So on LinkedIn, this was a bit different because LinkedIn hasn't in the past let you set notifications for specific accounts, whereas Twitter does. So something that I did was turned on notifications for a select group of accounts. I have all of the other notifications off for any type of social media on my phone. I have all of the notifications off for Twitter outside of just these accounts. And I have about 15 or 20 of them. And so when a notification pops up on my phone for a tweet, I'm going to open it up and I'm going to try to leave a valuable reply as quickly as possible. And what I found is that if you're in the first like five to 10 comments, um, Uh, or even five to 10 minutes, you tend to stand out more because that's when creators are likely still checking their content. You know, no matter how big they are, people always kind of want to see like, how are things going within the first couple minutes with this post? What level is it going to reach? Where is it at? Is it resonating? And so if you consistently show up with value and support this person's message, you're going to show up early one, but you're also going to increase your chances of building a relationship with that person, which is really what I was getting at there. So basically what I've done is I went out and I found 20 creators, give or take, who have around 20x to 50x my current following. And then I started setting notifications for them and I've started showing up early. And what that's led to is a bunch of awesome conversations and connections with people who have far larger accounts than I do. So some of these connections have happened virtually where we've just been going back and forth in the replies. Some of them have been in the DMs, also virtual um, and you know from behind the keyboard, potentially in my PJs. And then I actually connected with two people uh, today. One person has a following of around 20,000. The other has a following of around 70, 75,000 or so. And we had really, really awesome conversations. We were just you know talking about content, sharing some tips. Uh, And those people both uh, offered to introduce me and have introduced me since to other people with much larger accounts. And so this was all organic. I didn't have connections to these people uh, through anything else. Like the only reason I got connected with these people was simply because I was leaving valuable comments on their content and I was showing up early enough so that I stood out from the crowd. So again, that's something that almost anybody can replicate. And that brings me to my fourth tactic here, which is that relationships are really the accelerator for any type of social growth. Like, yes, you can come out, you can have great content, you can do all that. That's absolutely key because without great content, nobody's going to follow you individually. But you also need to promote that content. Like if you have great content and you're just kind of shouting into the void with no real following, it's gonna take a really long time to build up that organic growth. So by getting out there and giving value to other people, one in the form of showing up early on their on their post, but then also trying to think of other ways that you can add value, that's a really, really beneficial way for you to start getting these people's interest, getting them on your radar, and then having them jump on some of your content. So what I mean by this is, you know, if you go look at somebody's profile, you can take a look at their business, you can take a look at the links that they share, what they do, you can take a look at some of their tweets, some of the content they create, and you can start to brainstorm different ways to add value 
value to them. So something could be, you know, taking their advice. Maybe they're sharing advice on how to grow on Twitter. You could take that advice and then send them a DM with a testimonial saying, you know, hey, I took your advice. Here's the result. Feel free to share this, you know, on your course page. Like I know testimonials are helpful. Or you could offer to introduce them to somebody, making making it a mutually beneficial introduction if you have some people in your network who you feel like that would be valuable to, or you could go look at their information, right? You could go look at their courses. You could go look at some of the content they create and you could offer to provide some feedback, or you could share it with people in your network and let them know that you did that. There's a bunch of different ways that you can do this, but by going above and beyond to add value to these other people, like when you show up for other people, they're going to show up for you. And so that's one of the biggest things because this ties back to the success of the threads I mentioned earlier, which is the fact that when I posted some of these threads, a lot of the folks in my list of 20 creators actually showed up and either liked or replied to or retweeted my thread. And that gave it a huge boost because like I mentioned, these people's accounts are 20 to 50 X larger than mine. And so with these people coming in and liking it, retweeting it, that's going to their audience as well. And so the threads in and of themselves are nice, but they got a massive boost because of these relationships that I built as well. So those are really the four tactics that I've been using. And I also think that pretty much anybody can leverage So just to recap quickly, the first is looking at content on the platform that's doing well and dissecting it, understanding what type of content it is, why it's doing well, and how you can potentially emulate that. Then the second, specifically for Twitter, is the fact that threads are doing well. And so I really focused a lot of my energy on writing awesome threads more so than writing awesome individual tweets. And that is a direct result of the first step that I just mentioned in the process when I discovered that threads were really a growth driver. The third thing that I'm doing is setting notifications and showing up super early with valuable comments on these posts from creators that I want to bring into my circle, that I want to, you know, be reciprocal with. You know, I comment on their stuff, they comment on my stuff. And then fourth, I want to go deeper with those relationships. So it's not just a one-off surface level, you know, you comment, I comment, but more so turning this person into a friend and a connection who I can learn from, you know, go deeper on their business, go deeper on my business, go deeper on content strategies and all these things, because that's where the true value starts to happen. And that's where you really start to solidify some of these relationships. So I hope that some of this content was helpful for people who are either thinking about getting started or who have gotten started and maybe haven't seen the growth that you're looking for. I definitely encourage you to try at least one or two of these things. And I think they will really, really help you out. But that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. If you want to follow the journey on Twitter, you can absolutely go follow me at Austin Belsack. It's down below in the show notes as well. I appreciate you listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 